Are you getting in the way of your own abundance? In today's episode, I speak with Dr. Amit Goswami, a theoretical quantum physicist, for the last time. Well, for the last time in the series, hopefully not for the last time ever. And we discuss how our exploration of the abundance archetype is incompatible with the manipulative tactics we see in the entrepreneurship industry's marketing, sales, and operations. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Defiant Business Podcast, and I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, founder of Defy the Status Quo, a branding and marketing consultancy. This podcast is for the business owners and professionals who have seen the status quo in their industry and are ready to do things differently. We're here for the contrarians, mavericks, and rebels. On the Defiant Business Podcast, we'll talk about marketing, sales, client and customer experiences, finances, and amazing entrepreneurial journeys that show that none of us are alone. Thank you for joining me. It sounds exactly like what I would have hoped. A lot of the people, a lot of my business friends, a lot of people in the audience, they are coming from that perspective of, yes, of course, I want like that financial prosperity, but the reason why they became coaches, they became consultants to help people. They, they did it to help people because they being of service makes them feel probably the feeling that they're feeling is that expansion when they're able to to work with their clients and and help those clients reach new understanding or help those clients reach new achievements they feel expanded through that service and so i think that that was what i i was intuiting perhaps is that when we do settle in and do the work that just feels so good, we do get that sense of expansion. And that is often what we're looking for within this particular industry. Okay. So as I mentioned, lots of coaches and service-based businesses, consultants in my audience. And one of the things that I've been talking about in recent past episodes of the podcast are the manipulative marketing and sales and business tactics that we have present in this particular industry. There's a lot of emotional intelligence like manipulation, a lot of uh, neuro-linguistic programming used to negative means, and even, you know, just picking apart people's ability to make good decisions so that way they will continue paying, you know, the people that they're paying for the help that they're getting. So, I'm curious to know what you think about how these behaviors, right? Because that's the thing is the people that I know, these people who who want to serve and want to explore the archetype of abundance and love in their businesses, they often fall into the trap of believing that this way of marketing and sales and doing business is the only way that they will be able to make a living from their businesses. And so I'm, I'm curious to know how you believe that those behaviors interfere or hamper our exploration of the archetypes through our businesses? It, it, is, it is very tempting. Being a business entrepreneur myself, as I said, this QFE is a private business. It's run that we are affiliated with the government institution and so our degrees are quite legitimate that way. But we, didn't, we were affiliated as a private institution. So this is important. Because it, it more and more entrepreneurial businesses got to be run like businesses and education should be a business because that is the only way that we can change very fast. 
This present method is the doomed to failure because they are beholden to all this interest, special interest to pay money. Like, you know, it's the open secret. If you are rich, you can get in Harvard, whereas if you are middle class, it's so hard, so competitive, right? And also, what training do they give? It's all materialist education, so no values. So uh, we have new businesses in teaching, in health, in uh, working with justice. In other words, all the archetypes that are clearly the archetypal nature is still preserved. Archetypal nature is preserved almost in everywhere except in politics is the hardest. Politics is so corrupt right now that to bring politics into archetype is very difficult. But we can bring archetypes in the uh, way that we are dealing with criminal justice. You know how important that is. Being a person of color, I am also a person of color. I know even to survive in America, even to uh, let alone push ahead, we have to have a sense of fairness and justice. That is, we have to always push, yes, this is just fairness we are demanding. Yes. It's not giveaway. I don't want welfare from government. I want what is fairly belongs to me, namely education. I want a good education. So tremendous demand for this kind of thing. Is the government going to do it? No. Politics we cannot count on. It's hopeless right now. So we have to wait to private me. This is what the business people have to recognize. There's enormous scope in health and education and also entertainment. That world too. Look at manipulation. You talk about all entertainment today is manipulation. You are, the show is not selling. Let the women show more legs. The show will sell. It's titillation, manipulation in this. Look at internet. The biggest business on internet is pornography, not the other stuff that is you know, not even social media, not even that counts as popular as pornographic site, which is ridiculous. But we, we can they take advantage of people's built-in brain circuits and people do have that weakness of uh, especially men. So this manipulative stuff has to be given up, but we have to show what to replace it with. And that is what is lacking. Quantum worldview is giving us what to replace it with and giving us the means of repressing it well. Yes, we have to be creative and we have to learn how to be creative. Without that, we cannot replace those old habits and get into this new habit. In other words, what we lack is those people who are ready to live in a different way. We don't have too many people who can illustrate. We have people who are successful in the usual way. That women already have done. That people of color already have done. What people have not done, and here color doesn't matter, white and colored people, both people, what they have not done is they have not given living representation of people who are transformed in the society so others can get inspiration. Today, we don't have Martin Luther King in our American culture. Today, we don't have Mahatma Gandhi in India. Nelson Mandela is dead in South Africa. So all this great epitome of moral leadership is gone. We have to replace them. We have to replace them by others. And who will replace them except through these private enterprises, which will teach private education and tell people, teach people how to be such a transformed leader. So, you know, our course on prosperity is uh, the main thing we do is to tell them how to be a quantum leader, quantum leader of businesses, leadership training. 
and of course, entrepreneurial training as well. But that's part of the leadership. It is leaders that we need in with moral turpitude, moral uh, ability, moral authority. That's the right word. We need people with moral authority who live how they talk. This discrepancy between talking and the way you live, you know, this is what is creating really the problem. People don't follow values because they don't find people who are following values and still successful. Successful people almost invariably, they have some problems, selfishness, especially the way they live. And of course, you know, in this way, all these vices of the society of which the unfortunate who are not yet equal, they get caught up in that women, colored people, people who are less fortunate, poor people, they all get caught up and become victims. So how can we, we are throwing away all these people, making them into victims because of no fault of their own. I have personally known many people who are in those places and have found that they can be trained even faster than the people who are richer, who have better color or who are males. You know, 90, 80, at least 70% of quantum activism, our students are women. Invariably, many more than men, because men are still attached to that uh, usual stuff of society. But it is women who are leading the changes. In this way, I would not be at all surprised that few years from now, we get again a preponderance of people of color, people of less fortune, we try to give, uh, we don't want to make money and issue. Ours is the cheapest graduate education that you can get on the internet. Because one thing I was very clear on, nobody should be refused because they don't have enough money. So in this way, we can, we can change the world. We can change businesses. We can. I believe you. And yeah, I, I agree. I found the programs that you all have at the QAV to be incredibly accessible, but I just, I find the concepts even presented in the catalog to just be very exciting and applicable and, and the type of education that you would consume and then immediately be able to apply. And that's how I felt about your books, that I would consume it and then see an application in my interactions with clients or my husband or my kids or people I just, you know, met out at the store or something like that. And I think that that I find to be the most exciting, one of the most exciting aspects of the opportunity that the QAB offers to people is that ability to consume something and then immediately be able to apply it in their lives. And I I would say that these businesses that do run in a very manipulative and kind of, you know, as you said, looking out for number one, they may be financially successful, but this is where, like you pointed out, we have millionaires and billionaires who, who have the financial side of things, but still feel as if they're lacking in abundance. And so it would seem to me that engaging in those behaviors, if you build your business on those tactics and approaches, then what you're striving for to feel that abundance and, and to try and change the world, you don't, you are not able to feel that expansion and to, to change the world in a positive way while also engaging in tactics that are the exact opposite of, of what it is you say you stand for, right? Exactly. And look at the problem like global climate change, why we cannot solve this. 
I mean, these these rich people, if they pay their attention and realize that they are the biggest polluters, America on a whole has been spending, and this is going on for an entire century, 5% of world's people spend 30% of world energy, produces 30% of all the pollution that you uh, hear of, including global warming. And then when it comes to reduction, we turn to our business uh, lords and masters and what do they say? No, we cannot do it. And they pay lip service, of course. Today, it's not politically correct to say that I don't care about environment. So they will say a thousand words, but not follow up. They're still polluting the river. They're still polluting the air. They're still doing everything they can to stop legislation. And of course, politics, politicians can be bought. I mean, they, that, that started happening ever since the Supreme Court voted in favor of this obscene rule, Citizens Act. And, and you know, these things are abominations, but one has to deal with it. That's a separate issue. Saving democracy is going to be the hardest one. But saving capitalism, we can do. We can start immediately. We can, it has already a little bit started at some levels. I know some very good avant-garde businessmen. You see them in California all the time, actually, quite a bit. You don't see them very much in the East Coast or the Midwest. Yeah. Midwest, <laughs> but it exists, and that's that's the hope. But we 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 need to convince the uh, you know we cannot afford to stay away from the people who are stuck in their me-centeredness, in their selfishness. We have to educate them too. We have to include them too. Amazingly, you know, we even have Trump supporters in our school and we uh, do not reject them and we do not uh, proselytize them. We simply tell them the truth. We do not say hateful things for people who spin uh, conspiracy theory by labeling them. As I said, materialism is the biggest conspiracy theory. And so the other side, media, they're all corrupt, no? So we point that out. We point that out that, look, um, the whole culture is corrupted because both worldviews are dogmatic. And when dogma fights with dogma, everybody corrupts. Uh, Somebody is less corrupting than other is no argument. That I, <laughs> I, my favorite example is a little bit on the uh, on the side of uh, kind of risque, but you know, if you put a little bit of urine in a glass of water, can you drink it? <laughs> That's a great example, though. <laughs> so, so it's like that. So you know, this is what we have to tell people and. We need leaders. We really, business changing is no joke. We need leaders. We need quantum leaders. We really need people with character. We need people with a real moral sense of things. A soul, in other words. Yes. Okay. Well, so we're going to say that that is... That is just another call to arms for the the people out here who maybe were like how I was just a few months ago, knowing but lacking the elegant explanations for things that they've probably felt for a long time. So we are going to send that intention out that more and more people will be able to come to this understanding and this cause, but be better equipped 
to move forward and understand what it is that they must do and the alignment that they must be in in order to be a part of the new business, in order to be a part of quantum business, business done in the quantum way. But Dr. Goswami, this has been an amazing, amazing conversation, these last two episodes. And I am so very excited to get them out there. I found that every single episode, I, I get, I hear back from people saying that, that, oh, that was just what they needed, or this was what they, you know, it was incredibly interesting. And speaking with you to get this message out, I think may be one of the most important things that this podcast has done to date. So thank you so much for taking the time with me today. Do be sure to check out his previous episode. He talked about his solution to the quantum measurement problem, as well as how it applies to the different areas of our human lives. So I definitely encourage you to check those out. And then we have some links in the description for both episodes that I'd also advise you to check out. And again, Dr. Goswami, thank you so much for joining us today. And I can't wait to get these episodes out. You're very welcome. Thank you, Ruti. We have one more episode with Dr. Amit. And if you haven't checked out his three other episodes on the Defiant Business Podcast, please do. They're episodes 222, 224, and 226. And if you read any of his books or you have read them, or if you choose to listen to them because a lot of them are available on Audible, please shoot me a message. I'd love to geek out with you about it. Talk to you again soon. listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Defy the Status Quo Biz, and the link is in this episode's description. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.